Good evening and welcome to our graduate sending chapel. Our chapel theme is especially appropriate for this chapel. And let's pray that together. Are you ready? Hear my Lord, send me. We're going to sing Lead On, O King Eternal, song very appropriate to what we're about to do and hear here. Would you stand, please, and let's sing. Well, thank you, Dr. Lambright. Aren't we thankful for the rain tonight? Even if we have to put the buckets out to catch it, we're most thankful that uh, the Lord has uh, provided for us this much-needed moisture. Well, let me tell you a little bit about this special service. This is a long-standing tradition at Nazarene Bible College. It's that special chapel event in which the faculty and administration send the graduates of the college out to minister to our world. Such a sending should be done with great joy and blessings that the students might be empowered and the faculty might be strengthened by the product of their labors. The scripture says, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white and ready to harvest. We believe that you're ready for the work that God has called you to. We also pray that the greatest blessings will be given by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. would call your attention to the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 22. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. You see, the God who called you is faithful. Amen? Amen. He has kept you through the years of preparation, and He will keep you as you go forth into the ministry He has called you to. I note that in this passage, twice our Lord blesses His disciples by saying, Peace be with you. And I think it is most appropriate in this sending chapel for those who have taught you, encouraged you, prayed with you, and believed in you, that they would have opportunity to send you with a blessing. So tonight, receive our blessings to you. 
class of 2011. From Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, let me share this scripture. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift, the up, lift up the other. But woe to the one who is alone and falls and does not have another to help. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And although one might prevail against another, two will withstand one. A threefold cord is not easily broken. You have been designed to be in relationship with God, certainly, but also with those you meet along life's journey. Nazarene Bible College has equipped you with the tools for building relationships. The enemy of God would have those tools to rust from lack of use. He would separate you from others using division. He works best on those who are alone. Your God, the gentle shepherd, bids you to come to him, to his flock. Whether he has called you as an under-shepherd or as sheep, stay near to him and to his people. Do everything you can to build and strengthen his flock. Be in relationship. Be a friend. Our blessing on you is adapted from the breastplate of St. Patrick. As you leave this sacred place, may the strength of God pilot you, the power of God preserve you. May the wisdom of God instruct you and the hand of God protect you. May the way of God direct you, the shield of God defend you. May the host of God guard you against the snares of the evil one and the temptations of this world. May Christ be with you. Christ before you and behind you. Christ above you and beneath you. To your left and to your right. May Christ be within you. Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of you. Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of you. Christ in every eye that sees you. Christ in every ear that hears you. May the salvation of the Lord be yours this day and evermore. Amen. It is my privilege this evening to bless you by speaking to my Father in your behalf. So if you will, let me pray for you. As I look toward the future, bright hope conducts this prayer. For I know the plans you have for them were wrought with divine care. Holy Spirit, lead them. Let them run at your command. Yet be still and know that you are God when troubles close at hand. Your word will be a lamp for them, a guide to light their way, a solid place to set their feet, 
a compass when they stray. May they live their life to praise you, not for fortune nor for fame. May everything they say and do bring glory to your name. May their eyes stay fixed upon you as they seek the way that's pure, testing your love and goodness, sleeping and rising secure. Planted by your living streams, they'll delight in all your ways, hidden by your sheltering wings with new mercies for each day. Even in a dangerous land, when storms threaten to destroy, at the cross they'll stand upon the rock, their strength, their hope, their joy. Dear Lord, show them your favor. At all times keep them blessed. May your face ever shine upon them with peace and perfect rest. Amen. I'm going to share a few scriptures with you and then some of my favorite quotes that I think you'll enjoy. As you follow the call into ministry, always serve others by taking time for yourself and to spend time with those around you. Always remain positive, humble, and aware of whom you are in Christ. Ephesians 1, 3. Look to him in all circumstances, and be thankful God has provided you with unique talents and abilities. Welcome each ministry challenge in ways that will bring you continued growth and strength. Be aware of your most important possessions, which are honesty, integrity, and being an example of God's love throughout your daily walk in ministry. Romans 12, 10-13. My prayer to our Lord is for you to be blessed with guidance, success, happiness as a result of answering your call to ministry. Give them discernment and patience to deal with obstacles, joy as they reach goals, persistence to finish the race, and to always experience your infinite love and wisdom in all things. Proverbs 24, 3-5. The next few are things that I've always aspired to because I have always go back to who said them. Maybe you can name who said this one. Lord grant that I might always desire more than I can accomplish. Michelangelo. You're not very smart if you're not a little kinder and wiser than yesterday. Abraham Lincoln. What do we live for if not to make life less difficult for each other? George Eliot. People become really quite remarkable when they start thinking that they can do things. When they believe in themselves, they have the first secret to success. Norman Vincent Peale. Don't give up trying.
to do what you really want to do. Where there is love and inspiration, I don't think you can go wrong. Ella Fitzgerald, as she sang with Duke Ellington. Be who you are, say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Dr. Seuss. Yavarekaka Adonai Ose Shemayam Vaaretz. May He bless you, the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. May He bless you for the contributions you have made to our lives on this campus. May He bless you so that you might become a blessing to those whom you will serve in the future. May He bless you the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Yivarekaka Adonai Ose Shemayim Va'aretz. Sounds like speaking in tongues to me. <laughs> well, in his book, um, Earthy Mysticism, Contemplation and the Life of Passionate Presence. Isn't that a great title? The Life of Passionate Presence. William McNamara comments on what an awesome event it is to be called by God. In the garden of your heart, when you hear God calling, where art thou? He suggests a humble and reverent but clear and definite response. Here I am, Lord, standing defenselessly and transparently in your presence. Take me. Possess me. Seize me. Consume me. And then, if you will, if it is your good pleasure, send me into the world with your message your scorching words, and your flaming love. Graduates, as you have heard God's voice and have responded to his call, here's a scripture that has become my life promise. It was God's blessing to Moses as well. Exodus 33:14. My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. May he who has called you, gifted you, grace you in all your tomorrows. May your greatest success be your obedience to be all he dreamed you to become. May his peace abide in you, in storm, in each struggle, in each challenge. And may, at the end of your journey, you be found safe in his presence blameless, faithful, and full of his everlasting joy.
May the grace of God that has enfolded you from the beginning, that beckoned you into his presence, that birthed you into his family, that is changing you into his likeness, that summoned you into his service, that led you to this college and undergirded your time here. May that same grace guide your every moment, shape your every prayer, mold your every word, empower your every deed, illumine your every challenge, enlarge your every dream, and keep your every care until the day of Christ's appearing and until we meet again. Amen. You have been the student and the follower. Now you will go forth to be the teacher and the leader. May you hold close to your heart the understanding that Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve. Become great through serving, be first by being the very last and the servant of all. When you serve, do it with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ, and you will be blessed. In your service, may your life remind others of how Jesus took a little child into his arms and said, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me does not welcome me but the one who sent me. Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And you will be blessed. Amen. There was a time when Paul was facing a very similar situation to this, except for he was the one leaving. <laughs> And others were staying. But the blessing that he prayed for them, I think, is appropriate for you. In 2 Corinthians 3 and 1 Thessalonians 2, Paul writes to those who have received the blessings of his ministry. 2 Corinthians 3, 1 through 3. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You, yourselves, are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everybody. You show that you are a letter from Christ. The result of our ministry written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 19. For what is our hope, our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when He comes? Is it not you? 
indeed you are our glory and our joy. As the Lord Jesus Christ has redrawn our lives after his image in the ink of the Holy Spirit and as by his grace he has used us to redraw your lives after his image by that same spirit. May the Lord of life use you to rewrite the life stories written on tablets of human hearts. And as you leave us, we look forward to that day when we will all be reunited before his throne. And we shall bear you as our proud crown of hope and joy. As you lay at our Lord's feet the diaries of your lives, filled with parchments of those who by your ministries have been born, not of flesh and blood, but of the Holy Spirit. I think I'm going to have to take Dr. McConaughey's class again. P comes before R, and I got out of order. I have to learn my alphabet. I'll work on that for next year. Last night, as you shared your testimonies with us, uh, I got to tell you what a blessing you were to us. And I, I sat quietly like a good Nazarene should, but I wanted to scream, give me a witness, somebody. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Thank you so much for the blessing that you have been to us. And we want you to know as faculty, it's been our privilege to share this time while you've been here at NBC with you and with all your classmates. It is our hope that more than instruct that we have molded our love for, modeled our love for Christ and our love for you. We did want to teach you and we hope that we have instructed you. But we also hope that you have known that we love you, that we care for you, and that we have been an encouragement to you along the way. I know you didn't feel that way with case studies and final exams, but we hope that we have encouraged you in your journey. And now as you take your charge and your place in God's kingdom to go where he has called you to go, and you have answered, here I am, send me, I ask that you would let this blessing and this prayer go with you. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus, so that with one heart and mouth you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. May it be so. The story is told of a young Jewish student who had studied for a long time under the wise guidance of a rabbi named Moisha. After several years of study, the student became very troubled and agitated, and so Moisha visited with the student to discover what the problem was. The student looked at Moisha and said, I've studied the lives of the heroes of the faith for several years now, and I've become very frustrated. I've discovered that regardless of how faithful or insightful or wise I try to become, there will always be an Abraham or a Moses or a Solomon who is even more faithful or more insightful 
or wiser than I am? How can I truly serve God and give myself to his kingdom when there are so many other individuals who will always be greater than I am? How can I ever become an Abraham or a Moses or a Solomon? Moisha looked at a student for a moment and answered, My child, the greatest challenge that God has ever given to me was not for me to be an Abraham or a Moses. Rather, the greatest challenge that God has ever given to me was for me to be Moisha. As you leave this place, I do not want to challenge you to become another Alan Like or another Janine McConaughey or another Tom King. I want to challenge you to become the person that God has created you to be. Go from this place and be the man of God or the woman of God that God planned you to be. Be the servant leader that God intended you to be. As you leave this special place called NBC, I'd like to remind you of the instructions that Peter gave to his readers in his second letter. Peter wrote, Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fall and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you, and may you become Christ incarnate to a lost and dying world. For you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. Did you hear it? By name. Not generically, not generally, but by name. Exodus 33:17. John Smalley recounts the multi-season TV series Cheers that centered around a group of friends who laugh and cry together at a place where everybody knows your name. It's depicted in a kind of emotional headquarters where the regulars go to share important issues of their lives, a place that is safe and where they know they will be accepted. And if you know this series at all, you'll remember that the safe place is actually a bar. Isn't it interesting that the world feels that safe can be found in a bar. As you leave NBC, a rather safe place, may each of you go into your places of ministry to create new safe places for others as well. Places that are appealing, caring, and accepting. Places that are welcoming and non-judgmental. Places where the Holy Spirit can work in the hearts of needy persons 
unimpeded by religious entrapments, grace-filled places, places where everybody knows your name. Your task is not to extend the kingdom or even to build it. Your task and mine is to invite people to enter the kingdom. It is there we participate in his rule, in his presence, and his provenience. I join with the Apostle Paul and pray this special prayer for you. May the eyes of your heart, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of Christ's calling and the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards you according to the workings of his mighty power. I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all discernment. Above all things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. You are to be filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Christ Jesus unto the glory and praise of God. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling, I commend you. Place your hands in his strong hands and allow his rule, his presence, and the witness of his spirit to be yours forever and ever. Amen. Well, do you receive those blessings tonight? I know they come from people who love you, who care deeply about you, who care probably more about you than you even realize tonight. But as you go forth, You'll remember their lectures. You'll recall their prayers. And you will rely on their support. Because I know our graduates continue to email back here and call back here. How would you do that? What would you say here? You see, there is a sense that this teacher will always be the teacher and the pupil, the student, will always be the student. And we bless you tonight. I discovered in my ministry journey, and I don't know with this last birthday, I've, I've just been kind of nostalgic, you know, just looking back on things and, and asking myself, you know, how... It, it just went so fast. Now, I, I'm not at the end. I don't think. 
But one of my friends on Facebook reminded all of the ones wishing me a happy birthday that I had entered my seventh decade. No, I am not 70. But one of the things that that I really came to understand as I went through my ministry journey that I needed good mentors. Both living mentors who I could come alongside and share with them and mentors that I discovered through the reading of good books. Henry Nowen was a mentor to me. I never met him. I never heard him speak. But I devoured his books. And one thing Henry Nowen said that just seemed to capture my heart. He said one of the most important spiritual disciplines is to develop the knowledge that the years of our lives are years on a mission. No matter how many years God gives us on this earth, they are filled with the promise of a great mission. He has called us He has chosen us. And it is He who sends us. I pray that you will spend the rest of your life on a mission of fulfilling God's call for your life. And we want to pray with you tonight. And we're going to ask our graduates if they would come. And I know it's rather difficult in those lovely robes to to kneel, but I'm going to ask you to kneel. And then our faculty will come and stand behind you. And we're going to pray a prayer over you tonight. Would you come now? I'm going to ask the faculty to be in on the inside, and then I'm going to ask family members that are here to come and stand behind your loved one. I know we have family members here, and we want you to join them and stand behind them. Because I know that they would say that they would not have made it if you had not been standing behind them. Heavenly Father, tonight we are humbled and honored to be able to bless your chosen ones. You chose them. We've been reminded of that tonight (laughs) in the blessings from our 
faculty and administrators. We're reminded that you have called them by name. They're just not a number. They're special in your sight. You have chosen them. And Father, we celebrate that they have responded to your call. And they have prepared their hearts and minds and spirit. And now, we send them into the world. I pray tonight that you will protect them from the evil one. That you will protect them by the power of your name. That they will have the full measure of our Lord's joy. And that your love may abound in them. Lord, we know not where you will take them. But we know that wherever you lead, you will be with them. We know not what they will face. But we know that whatever they face, your strength will be theirs. We believe tonight that those you have called, you will keep. And we thank you for that. And we bless them. But we not only bless these that kneel around these altars, but we bless this great class of graduates, some of whom will be coming from different places to be with us for graduation. We thank you for this wonderful class that have prepared and are ready to serve. And we bless all of them tonight in your precious name. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lord, Turn his face towards you and give you peace. This we pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, before you go, did you know that this graduating class is about 115 strong? Did you know that? It's one of our largest classes in recent years. And many of them will be coming. I, I think we have nearly 80 that have said they will be here for commencement. Now the truth is, with gasoline prices like they are, a lot of them are having to reconsider that at the last minute. Pray for your, your peers out there, that some of whom have never been on this campus. And I meet them when I travel across the U.S. I meet them and they, they come up to me and they shake my hand and say, I wanted to meet the president of the college I go to that I've never been there. <laughs>
and uh, many tell me they're looking forward to be here at commencement. So, out there, wherever you are, if you're watching tonight, we're, we're excited about you coming. And we bless you tonight, too. Amen. Well, this has been good, hasn't it? Don't you just love those that teach us? Huh? Amen. Well, I guess we get to go back to class now. Huh? All right. God bless you.